I'm James Anderson. I am the chairman and CEO of Guanajuato Silver. Uh, well, thanks for the short, pithy uh, start. I know it's early in the morning, but uh, I, I would expect more from you. Uh, James, good to see you again. I haven't seen you since Quebec. Did you get back safe and well? You didn't co contract any COVID or anything? Uh, no COVID for me. My, uh, you got a chance to meet my lovely wife uh, when we were in, in uh, Quebec. The better half, uh, we, yeah. We, we did get, we got one of those old-fashioned flus. We, we, we assumed it was COVID, but we took several tests. It wasn't COVID. Uh, just the old-fashioned kind of flu bug. Very good, very good. Um, good conference, lots of good conversations, you know, lots of good presentations. Really, really enjoyed that one. Um, but I enjoy catching up with you, but you've actually been busy. You've been doing more stuff, so I'm having to see you more often, which is, um, I saw the Great Panther deal, but also seeing the, you've got to raise, um, the, the, what, 15.3 million that it talks about here. Um, remind me again why it's a good time to raise money in this market. Well, I think it's only a good time to raise money in the market if you can use that capital to get something at a at a fantastic deal. And that's what we've done here with uh, with the Great Panther transaction. So we're buying two mines that are right in Guanajuato, which will complement immediately our, our mining operation in Guanajuato. And then another mine a little further north in Durango, which is operating right now, which is very high grade. So this will all be immediately accretive to Guanajuato shareholders. Okay, so it's all right, stuff you're saying to me. So we better talk about the, the Great Great Panther assets then. So um, the top of your mine, I, I guess, is already producing concentrate. So that's a good start, but what's it gonna add to the bottom line or, or quite frankly, the story? Well, uh, I mean, what, what does it add to the story? I think uh, the whole story about us being a an active growing silver and gold um, producing company um, and, and really, I, you know, I, I like to, to use the word silver and gold producing business. So many of the, the other junior mining companies really are, you know, their exploration stories, they're, they're drilling off an anomaly, kind of hoping for the best. You know, day in, day out, we're trying to make our business better. It's a difficult environment to do that in. But what does that do? Well, it affords us the opportunity to buy three mines, two production facilities, at you know pennies on the dollar, pennies on what they're worth. Right, and, and but coming back to what's it going to contribute? So we we talked about Topia being a current producing mine. Um, can you just say you tell us? Remind me of the sorts of numbers there, and also with the other other couple of assets. Again, what, what does that bring the story? What does that whole package now look like? Sure. So uh, uh, sort of some headline numbers to to help your audience. Um, it, it, uh, Topia is currently producing 1.1 million silver equivalent ounces per year. It was just a couple of years ago producing 1.8 million silver equivalent ounces per year. And our team believes that with a little bit of um, capital and a little bit of tender love and care, we can move that operation back to that number. It, it has been in almost continuous operation since the 1940s. So there's lots there. It can keep going on for a long, long time. But it has to be treated with, you know, with um, some respect. Um, so, I, I, 1.1 million can go to 1.8 million. Also, the grade, Matthew, is very noteworthy on a silver equivalent basis. That now, this is a little different for us in Guanajuato. We mine silver and gold. Period. At Topia, it's really a silver lead zinc kind of epithermal system. But uh, on a silver equivalent basis, uh, it's about a kilo of silver per ton is the resource that they have there. So, you know, very good grades. Okay, and what's that actually cost you then? I assume you're spending a bit of cash, but a few shares. Yeah, that's right. So the the, the whole transaction is valued at 14.7 million US dollars. Uh, we we pay um, 8 million in cash, 
and the balance in our shares. Right. Okay. And and what eight million up front, cash straight out the door. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. right. Okay. Okay. I mean, how do you go about negotiating something like that in an environment like this? Because it's it's like I say, everyone's been kind of crushed. Great Panther have obviously got their own their own um, troubles, their own you know balance sheet to look after. So they've got to be pretty tough on you. you think you, was this the best deal that you could have done? Oh, I think so. These deals always take so much longer than you think they will. And our, our discussions with Great Panther go back 18 months. And I was talking to the previous CEO at the time. Uh, in the interim, you know, yeah, Great Panthers had, had uh, I don't want to get too deep into their problems uh, in this interview, but they've had some problems at, at the Brazilian operation. And then they've also had some problems in Guanajuato, where last November they had to close down their operations because of a lack of tailings capacity. Well, we, we're not constricted by that right now. And so their operations, which had to close down in November, um, the two mines, we can start mining again and, sh- and shipping material from there to El Cubo, where we have excess capacity for processing almost immediately. Right. Okay. And yeah, I kind of want to get into the kind of um, the, 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 the physical proximity and um, I, I, I guess uh, complementary uh, components in, in a second. But you, you so I remember reading this, um, you've, You've got some additional payments that you could have to make subject to silver hitting certain prices, or is it a little bit more nuanced than that? Yeah, that's right. So no, I mean, you've got it exactly right. So we, we give them, uh, uh, after the $14.7 million, um, we give them 500,000 additional dollars after we've produced two and a half million silver ounces from their operations. Right. right? So that, that's going to be probably 24 months from now. So, okay, that's fine. Uh, because they're, they're silver ounces, Matthew, not silver equivalent. Right. Okay. 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 So Interesting. Okay. Minor, minor point there. Yeah. We also pay them three quarters of a million dollars if silver goes to $27.5 for a 30 day period. Um, it will be the happiest check that I write. And we pay them an additional three quarters of a million dollars if silver goes to $30 uh, and stay, and stays there for a 30 day period. So at, the, at, the, at these, Cumulative or these one-off? What is it? Is, is it one point? Is it two? Is it two million bucks? Is the total total payment here? Yeah, that's right. It's okay, two million okay, in okay. additional contingent payments. Correct. Got it. Okay. So let, let's come back to the assets and the kind of the the where they are physically in relation to each other in terms of any sort of um, you know cost savings or, or benefits to you in terms of your current operations. Uh, you know and how you kind of you know, feed the beast, as it were, and start, you know, keep producing these ounces. Right. So so let's let's start it with the two mines in Guanajuato, right? So for, for your listeners who maybe don't know about our company, in Guanajuato, we have a, a mine called El Cubo and a processing plant that can process about 55,000 tons of ore per month. Currently, we're operating at about 30,000 tons. So we have excess capacity. Now, the two mines in Guanajuato that we're buying, one is called San Ignacio. San Ignacio is a mine without a processing plant. For 10 years, Great Panther has been trucking material from San Ignacio, about 16 kilometers to their processing plant, uh, almost in the middle of the the city of Guanajuato and would process material there. Um, That journey takes about 45 minutes. The journey from San Ignacio to our processing plant is a little further, right? It's about 35 kilometers, but it's only gonna take about 15 or 20 minutes longer because from where it is, we get to use uh, the highway system on the south side of town. So it's a little bit faster uh, of a journey. So it is a little bit longer of a journey, but from a from an efficacy perspective, 
um, we can start mining there within weeks, really, of us taking control of the operation, which we expect to happen in about 30 days. Right. Okay. 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 And, and so and then, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And then no, we'll I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm intrigued about the, the, okay, so 8 million bucks going straight out the door straight away, leaves you, you know, seven-ish plus whatever you had in the, in the kitty um, prior to that. What, what are you going to be allocating that for? Is it really just kind of the, the, the merger of these, these facilities um, and operations, or is there, you still kind of going after this um, organic employment in terms of the, the uh, exploration and uh, expansion? Of the, of well, the we continue to spend money on exploration. I, I right. think it's, I think okay. it's, you know, it's a necessity. I think it's, I think it's a mantra of our company, and I, I think that that you know we, uh, if we cur- if we curtail that, I think we go down a path that that, that we don't want to go down. Um, uh, with regards to, I guess maybe the best way to answer your question is is yes. We you know we raise the the fifteen million dollars that um, that we that we have lined up for this deal. Eight goes out the door. Um, closing costs and um, you know working capital uh, assumptions on closing, we may well have to have to you know trade dollars with Great Panther um, you know as a as a working capital um, zeroing out at, at closing. Okay, so that might cost us a little bit more more money. And to your point, now that we've got five mines and three processing facilities, do we have enough capital? You know, to make sure that we're that we're in the game here. I think we do, but you know, but we're but it's not like we're our coffers are going to be overflowing. So we will have to be extremely disciplined in how we spend the the money in terms of capex going forward. But we've got a a, a base of much more production to be able to to work with. Right. So okay. So so the picture I'm seeing in front of me is like there's these kind of this sort of sat- satellite. Uh, assets, which you've got to kind of bring together in one highly efficient um, production um, process, right? And you've got some money to kind of play around and you know tweak, tweak things to um, allow you to kind of you know, try and be more efficient. The story remains a case of you know cons- one of consolidation in a, in a in a kind of small area. How do how do you? You know, recharge the batteries as it were. Let, let, I'm going to assume, okay, you've got cash during a very difficult um, period in the marketplace. I'm assuming that this is a, a dip like there have been many, many times before in the market and we, we can recover um, to a, a new level, a new higher level or something, whatever that may be. You've got to put your foot on the pedal at, at, at some point and say, well, look, here, here's, the, here's the big idea. Here's the big play for this company. We've always done what we said. We've been aggressive. We've delivered a producing um, uh, project in a accelerated time frame. We're making money. We're taking care of the balance sheet. We're able to raise capital uh, where perhaps others are, are struggling in a meaningful capital. Uh, and we're and we're doing this roll up. But it is it in itself going to be enough? Do you, where's the blue sky come from? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it, I think it's a good question. The um you know, if you if you look at a lot of the other you know mining companies out there, you know they 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 want something that's that's bigger, more expensive, and I think I mean in this marketplace and in and in the marketplaces that we've seen previously, most of them don't work, right? So you know what what are we doing differently? Well, the the first time that I went to Guanajuato, I may I may have mentioned this um, story to you in the past, but the first time that I went to Guanajuato, what struck me was you had a four hundred and fifty year old mining region there were four processing facilities within 26 kilometers of one another and not one of them was being 
you know, used to capacity. And I thought, well, okay, well, this is a, a textbook in consolidation within the mining industry and consolidation within business generally. Um, our, our first step in consolidating this region was to purchase El Cubo last year. So we could then have our Pinguico project and the El Cubo mine and mill operated. Um, from just purchasing that last April and getting it back all up, up and going last fall, we now are making this expansion. So that's pretty fast in terms of growth. Um, there are other areas to expand within Guanajuato. I don't see any benefit in a company of our size all of a sudden going to Africa or going to the Yukon. Wonderful places to do business and wonderful places to do mining business. But you know, we have a, a certain expertise. It's not expertise everywhere. I think that to use that expertise in a in a focused manner, I think that has more strength to it than than others. With regards Topia, it's a little bit further afield, right? It's not in the state of Guanajuato, it's in the state of Durango. Um, I would be less enamored of this idea if Ramon Davila wasn't our president and head of all Mexican operations. He was the economy minister for the state of Durango for four years. The people of the little town of Topia, they know Senor Davila not only as a great miner, but also as an important politician in, in their state. So that's an important element of what we're doing. And then with regards to Topia itself, I mentioned that it, it had been in production for, um, for many decades. It was owned by Peñoles for like since the 1940s up until 1990. And then Peñoles got to be such a big company that the small mine at Topia didn't uh, quite fit into their portfolio. So when they went to sell it, Matthew, the, the, one, of their, one of their executives put up their hand and said, well, if we're selling this thing, I'll buy it. And then he held it right until when Great Panther bought it in 2004. So um, it's, a, it's a mine that keeps going and going and going. We have a, a, some ideas that in, in the you know, medium term that we can use that as the production facility there as a hub and spoke operation in Topia as well. Okay, so the sum of the parts is, is your pitch. We, we can make these things sing because we're gonna pick them up cheap. The sum of the parts means that as far as we're concerned, this is the best use of capital um, for you know the, the your your shareholders, your company. That that's, is that where we're going with? Yeah, I think that that's right. Um, and I think you know if you look at the Guanajuato assets especially. So okay, they had to shut down in November of last year because of lack of tailings capacity. Okay, great. What other company can take advantage of that situation? Why well, there's only there there ain't many. Right, but we can because just down the block we have excess capacity at our tailing at our uh, well at our tailings facility, but also at our at our production facility. Okay, okay. Well, like, look, I, I think for, I think for me is like you know I was impressed last year with what you did in terms of the speed at which you moved and quite a simple idea, but it was executed well. I, I want to see, and I like the I like the continued ambition. You know, ma- ma- making this acquisition and perhaps looking at others in, in the in the district where perhaps. There's very few. There's, there's not a lot of competitive tension. It might allow you to continue to buy well, but you got to make it work. It's got to sing together, um, and that's what I'll be looking for from you. Well, I think that's. I think it's well stated. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's all about execution at this point. Um, you know, these are these are um, smallish underground mines, but together, you know, vis-a-vis our market cap. Uh, I think it, it offers investors a lot of value. Certainly, 
um, enormous upside in relation to the precious metal prices and, and to the silver prices. Right. If you, and if, but if we look as investors, if we look, you know, once, once this, you know, phase that we're going through, this dip that we're going through at the moment, obviously precious metal prices, a lot of pressure on it in the last week or so as well, silver and gold, um, is when I look at the investments that I want, I'm thinking of investing in, and I'm looking for return on capital invested, do you think you're going to stand, be able to stand up against some of the, the peers in country? I'm talking about, Canadian juniors with precious metal um, projects in Mexico. Do you think you can um, be confident about where, where you'd come out on that list? Yeah, uh, I, I am. I am confident about that. And uh, I'm mostly confident about that because of uh, Ramon Davila uh, being in charge of our Mexican operations. He's, uh, he's the best miner that I've ever worked with and he's the the best manager that I've ever worked with. You know, he's, he's cognizant of of driving costs lower, and and what we've done quarter on, quarter on quarter, and what you know what people maybe don't see right now is month on month, you know we have lower cash costs, you know all the way through. People will want to see all in sustaining costs as well, Matthew. But frankly, for our company, it's not relevant right now. I mean, we you know we're spending lots of money on on capital. We're a startup company. You know, give us a couple of years before we start looking at it all in sustaining costs. It's it's cash cost that's the most important thing it's the most important metric for our business right now but ramon is is cognizant of this he built first majestic he was the chief operating officer there for 10 years through the whole growth period making that a, a multi-billion dollar market cap company and i think you know working with with ramon it won't happen by next tuesday but some tuesday in the future it might 